What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is Switch Up Sports coming to you on what is College Football Friday to get you ready for the big day tomorrow in a Saturday full of games. And with it being College Football Friday, you know that today we come to you exclusively on Apple and Spotify podcasts. So with that, as always, before I get into anything, you already know you got to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, as well as give a like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcast, and YouTube. So today, it being Friday, it's College Football Friday, and we've got great news with college football. The Big Ten is back with football. They come back. They're hitting hard. They play tonight. We've got Illinois, Wisconsin on the schedule for tonight. And the Big Ten is now back into the full slate of games on Saturday. So we took, which is college football is already super packed on Saturdays, just with the plethora of games, just due to how many colleges, you know, play in the NCAA and the, in the different conferences and all that stuff. But now the Big Ten is added with that. So Illinois, Wisconsin is tonight for the kickoff for them. Now, we take that in transition, and what is going to be an already pivotal game is Michigan visits Minnesota, an 18 versus 21 matchup for the oldest trophy in college football. These two teams got a lot of history there, and really what I'm putting this on is I'm putting this key purely on Michigan. With Coach Harbaugh, this is a situation they've got a very young team. They are loaded with sophomores. This is a situation where they need to get off to an early start. They can't get behind. They can't lose to a Minnesota early off. Minnesota, it's their, their, that same built team. They've got some young talent, but they still have those grinders up front. For the big uglies, their O-line, they are still loaded. That's what the Big Ten does very well, and that's especially what Minnesota does well. But for Michigan to win this game, it's coming down to they are super young and talented, and those young, talented guys have to play at a level that is beyond them. They have to play mature, ready to go. Week one, we have to get off to a fast start. Otherwise, we can go ahead and just and just push the rest of the season away. We can't have these, these slow buildups. We are coming in week one against a, a very good Minnesota team, and then it just goes down the line there because it is purely conference play for the Big Ten. This is a situation they can't afford the luxury of playing in Appalachian State, a a St. Mary's School of the Blind. That That's not something that can go on. There's no cupcakes. Pure conference from the start, from day one, and this is one the young talent have to prove themselves right now or Michigan can kiss their season goodbye. I do like Michigan to win. I like Harbaugh to have them ready to go. They've been in a, in a mind. They've had the Zoom meetings. They've had the practices. They've had more than enough prep time, and Coach Harbaugh said, you know, before any of this even happened, he's like, we're ready to go. We want to start. We want to play. Now the delayed, there was no football, then there was football, and then no football. Now there's back with the Big Ten. So this is one. I think they're ready to go. This is a situation you can have as many scrimmages. I think these guys are going to be very eager to, to hit another team. I think you know after a while that, that tension does start to build up. You're hitting the same guys and that kind of stuff, and then that, that does kind of boil over. So it's going to be very good for them to have a chance to see another team. I like Michigan in this one. It's going to be a very close game. Going to come down to the wire. Who has the ball last is going to win this one. 
but I do think that this young talent has a very, very, very good chance to prove something. This Michigan team is going to be a very top-of-the-line team. I'm not saying playoff bound because I don't think they're that good, but I think this is, at the end of the, an end of the year, going to be about probably a, a, a low to mid-teen ranked team in the country. Now, into what is, I feel, probably the best type of matchup game, the best game that we're going to see is Cincinnati's going on the road. They're coming here to Dallas to play SMU. SMU is a two and a half point favorite as Cincinnati is bringing a three and zero record in. SMU has already played five games and they are at five and zero. This is a nine versus 11 matchup. And really what it comes down to is SMU and Shane Bouchel. This guy is absolutely torching the field. He is at just about 2,000 yards passing this year. He's got 12 touchdowns, and this is a situation where he's just throwing the ball over the field. He's really spreading the ball out. There's not a actually you know number one guy. It's all across the board. They've had very good victories. They came off of a great win against Memphis um, a couple weeks back. Memphis is a very solid team. They just came down to a nail biter against UCF, and they had they ended up beating UCF. So this is one that Memphis team was no joke. The same way that this SMU team is no joke. Then you've got Bentley the fourth in the backfield. He's got 500 yards rushing on the season and eight touchdowns. And not only is this SMU, like you said, so it comes to, it's going to come down to Shane Bouchel, but it also comes down to Bentley the fourth. He's averaging 100 yards and over a touchdown a game, but this is one where their entire offense is just very complete. They've scored over 30 in every game. They're actually averaging 42 and a half per game with 563 yards on offense. This is one, it's going to turn into a track meet. I like SMU in it because Cincinnati, Yes, they've played the three games. They haven't exactly played anybody yet. I think SMU having that test a couple weeks ago against Memphis, they did come down to a scare against Tulane, but this is one I like SMU. I like Shane Bouchel to continue to spread the ball around, to continue to put up tons of yards, to continue to put up a bunch of points, and this is one I like SMU close, but I do like SMU in this one. Now we take it all the way down to the Big 12 for what's going to be a very interesting matchup as we do have a top-ranked team in Iowa State at 17 visiting in Stillwater to play Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State is the sixth-ranked team in this country, and this is one I don't know how they're sixth because they've got a 3-0 record. They haven't played in three weeks. They've had a couple games postponed due to the whole COVID situation. But this is one. They beat Tulsa ugly earlier in the year. They beat West Virginia, who still is not really that fully proven. And they beat a Kansas team. And it's like, okay, it's Kansas. They're a basketball school. We know that Kansas is relatively turning around their football program. But it's still nowhere close. And at the end of the day, their football team is never going to be good as their basketball team. But it's one where we don't know really what this Oklahoma State brings to the table. Yes, they're ranked high. And yes, you can say... This is a this is a big game for them just because of the fact of they are ranked six in the country. They are playing a ranked um, Iowa State team. You know, Iowa State, they, they beat a TCU. TCU is a good team. They did beat Oklahoma 
and they have beat Texas Tech. So in the Big 12, those three teams that they beat, TCU beat Texas a couple weeks ago, OU just beat Texas, OU is a, is a top program, and you've got a situation with Texas Tech. Texas Tech had a chance to beat Texas, and they're a good offense. They're a decent defense. I mean, it's the Big 12. They don't play defense. But Texas Tech, for Big 12 standards, is a very good team. So one of these two teams has a chance to really take hold of the Big 12 and who's going to run the table from there. If Oklahoma State takes this game and they run away with it, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say they are the shoe-in to win the Big 12 because you've got an issue with OU having the fact that they've lost two conference games and you now have a Texas team that has lost now twice. Um, this will be Iowa State's second loss. They lost earlier in the season to um, University of Louisiana. So they only have the one loss coming outside of the conference play. So this would be one. But with the teams that they've beat, you know, they have beat a very young, unproven OU team that is getting better. They have beat a Texas Tech team that is a little bit overrated. They're a little bit overhyped, but they're very competitive in all Big 12 games. And you've got a TCU team that has won. So this is one. I like it. Um, I like Oklahoma State playing at home. It, you know, Boone Pickens. I don't know the capacity limits on it, but you know that for the most part, they're going to have those people in the first row. They're still going to be clanking on the side, um, basically the side of the stands. Um, it's got, it's going to be an atmosphere that Oklahoma State's very familiar in, a little bit different for Iowa State. But at the end of the day, I think it's going to be close. We got the, the over-under is 51 and a half, and Oklahoma State has not put up very many points. They're kind of more um, focused on running the ball, but it's one. I do like Oklahoma State to win. It's going to be a very ugly game, but I do like Oklahoma State just because they've got a little bit more riding on the line than what Iowa State does, and they do have to prove themselves in this one. Now, that's three games, but... I'm giving another one because the Big Ten, we don't really know exactly what they are. We can give some keys to victories and what we expect to happen. But I'm calling something, and and I'm taking a super dog here. If, if I was on college game day, this is my super dog pick. Notre Dame travels to Pitt. They are a 10-point favorite, and the over is 42.5. Now, this is one. Notre Dame rushes for just about 200 yards a game. That is what their offense lives and breathes in. Ian Book is not that great. And what Pitt is going to do is they stuff the run. They allow 61 rushing yards per game. This is one I like Pitt to cover. I don't like them to win, but a 10-point favorite is not what's going to happen. Pitt does one thing well. They stuff the run. And that is what Notre Dame's offense is purely driven from because Ian Book is not that talented of a quarterback. So this is one. It's going to be close. It's going to be a dogfight. I don't expect Pitt to win the game because we saw what um, Notre Dame did last week against Louisville. It was a 12, it was a 12 to 7 victory. It was super ugly. It was disgusting. And Louisville's defense is not as good as this Pitt defense. This is now a situation where Pitt can capitalize. They can catch Notre Dame sleeping because their rushing offense is going to be stopped. You're going to put the ball in Ian Book's hands and say, beat us. I don't think he has the capabilities to, to put up enough points. I think he's good enough to win the game. But I like Pitt with the points, 
And then it, also in the same standard, I like the under because Pitt doesn't score very many points. And then Notre Dame, with how they're not going to be able to move the ball very well, I don't see them scoring a lot of points. This is going to be a low-scoring affair. This is going to be a lot of punts. This is going to be more old-school smash-mouth football that is purely punt, 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 field goal, punt, 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 touchdown, punt, 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 field goal, punt, punt, touchdown, and that's the game. It's going to be a very rapid game for a little while until it gets later in both the first and second half. The clock is going to be moving a lot. Both of these teams do like to rush the ball, but the difference is I have a very strong feeling Pitt is going to continue to do what they've done. They've got the, the, the better defensive line. They've got great linebackers. They stuff the box incredibly well. I like Pitt to cover. And that is my super dog. I don't like them to win. I like them to cover with the points. And that is what I got. That is what I'm going to leave you with because you know we have all day of college football tomorrow. As well, we have tomorrow's live show to get you ready for all day worth of Sunday football and that's going to be on Instagram and YouTube, but you already know this because you're going to be following us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, as well as like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcast, and YouTube because that's it for me today. But you will see me tomorrow because tomorrow's a live show. Like I said we're going to get you ready. It, it is the week now eight, seven, geez, week seven preview in the NFL. I'm going to give you every pick. There's going to be a new segment that's going to come out, but I won't tell you about it because you're going to just have to tune in tomorrow. But that is it for me today. I will see you all tomorrow rather than just you hearing me. And as always, you know, you got to pop in your headphones, lace up your shoes, but then you got to switch up because this is switch up sports. All right, guys, you take it easy. Enjoy your college football tomorrow, but then you got to tune in and get ready and enjoy your NFL Sunday as well. But I will see you tomorrow. You guys take it easy, and we'll see you later. <laughs>